Welcome to the Victorian Parent Council VPC Parent Podcast Series. VPC is a registered charity organisation dedicated to everyone who support parents in educating their children. I'm Jackie Vanderveld, your host today. It's my great pleasure to wel- welcome Glenn and Melvin. Um, Glenn, welcome. Uh, thanks very much, Jackie. It's my pleasure to be here. Glenn, can you maybe introduce yourself? I think that's always a lovely way to start. I'm a uh, clinical psychologist and associate professor at the School of Psychology at Deakin University, where I do um, research and teach on um, the issues around adolescent um, mental health, um, including school refusal. Glenn, are there strategies and actions parents can use at home to assist their child who might be going through this school refusal issue? Yes, certainly, Jackie. There's, uh, I think, a lot uh, that can be done. Uh, I guess I'd like to start by um, suggesting that um, um, parents um, really need to be working um, with their child and their school and potentially, in some cases, a mental health professional in order to form a, a team uh, around the child uh, to support them sort of back to school. I think that really is an important point to have um, schools and families um, working together. Um, so I guess there are a number of sort of tasks um, here that parents can be very um, instrumental towards uh, supporting their child. The child um, often needs to develop new strategies to manage anxiety. Um, which is uh, um, often at the core of uh, the experience of children who refuse to school. So um, their refusal is a sort of a sign that they're not able to um, manage that anxiety, manage sort of the situation. So uh, the parents sort of advocating um, to the school and informing the school about what um, the child is sort of anxious about um, can be very um, important. Um, the parents can also be very much involved in um, supporting a child's use of new techniques, new ways of handling um, their anxiety about school. And this might be uh, space or time and, and uh, assistance with, say, developing capacity to relax or um, develop new ways of thinking uh, that promote less stress and sort of anxiety about school. The other thing I think that's important that parents can play a role in is keeping up um, uh, the child's relationship with peers. Um, If they're missing school, they're missing time to connect with, have fun with um, um, peers. So keeping up those connections in after-school times and afternoons I think is an important uh, thing that parents can sort of enhance. Um, The other key point um, is uh, that it's very important to um, listen um, to kids and teens who are experiencing um, anxiety. Just make that time um, just to listen into their experience of the anxiety and acknowledge that it's something that's very real um, and it's very uncomfortable um, when they're uh, experiencing high levels of anxiety. And that's hard for them to manage. At the same time, school's too important uh, to miss out on. So the parent is there to help them manage um, and help them develop those skills and and, uh, put in the supports that they need. So I guess one thing that's implied in sort of what I'm saying there is um, I think it's important for parents to um, uh, to be aware that um, to overcome um, anxiety, 
one needs to experience an amount of anxiety. Yeah. We can't wait um, with uh, these situations for a child or teen to have completely mastered um, uh, their uh, capacity to, to manage anxiety when they need to have new skills, but we also often need to get on and get things sort of moving. So that's important for parents to understand that um, uh, with new skills have to then um, um, jump in and uh, um, look towards um, commencing or recommencing um, attendance as, as soon as possible. I guess that sort of um, comes back to, you know, to, to take a different example. If uh, uh, someone's fearful of spiders, and the person wants to change that, at some point um, they're going to have to face a spider. Um, and I guess what we say is, you know, sooner rather than, than, than later. Mm -hmm. um, bearing in mind that sometimes uh, kids and teens need a little bit of support, a little bit of practice at developing those anxiety management sort of skills. Um, parents, I think, uh, can also have an play an important role when it comes to the morning uh, before school and the evening um, and before school nights, the Sunday nights where the anxiety can sort of jump out. And think about what needs to be done to create a calm um, household, you know, a calm morning. Um, what needs to be organised? Do we have to make sure siblings are not in the bathroom at once so there's a big fight? Um, and, uh, breakfast, uh, lunches, uh, have we got the school bag packed? Some of those very practical things, if they can be sort of taken care of, there's less stress um, in the morning. Um, then also working with um, schools, I think parents can be real advocates for their kids um, in working with the school on a, a plan for school return. Um, so and this includes um, when the child is expected at school, what we're going to be doing uh, at school, what supports are available. Um, kids with anxiety tend to like a sense of control and certainty when they're coming back into school after time missed. What am I expected to do? How am I going to do the work because I've missed so much? What support will be available there? So these are um, things that uh, um, um, parents can sort of um, raise. Um, the final point I think um, that parents can do to support um, and assist their, their child is to get their own support as well. Look after themselves. That's really important. Um, this is a very big challenge um, for most parents when the, their child is refusing school. So I really encourage parents to seek their own support, whatever form that takes. Um, for some, that's uh, uh, with a mental health professional. For others, that's going to the gym. And for others, it's uh, um, connecting with their sister or cousin uh, um, for some support there. Whatever that might sort of look like, encourage parents to do that. Because what we know is if parents are, are travelling along better, they're managing, the kids manage better. Yeah. Um, so I think that's important for, for parents to sort of acknowledge is doing something for their child by doing something for themselves. Yeah. Really good point. Um, so what can schools do to actually help the parents? Um, I think there, um, uh, there's a lot some schools can also do um, 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 for this issue. 
I think for schools, it's important for them to be aware of local resources um, that can support um, um, kids sort of back to school, um, which services and professionals um, might be able to assist. I think the other thing schools can do to, to help kids is have an understanding of the kids' behaviour, to understand what school refusal is. It's not kids being naughty, um, it's kids... Um, finding that they're not able to manage uh, with school because they're anxious uh, um, um, by and large. It's often other bits and pieces to it, but having that basic understanding amongst a staff collectively, I think is really important. Um, 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 so schools, um, as well as it being important for parents um, to listen to their kids, um, it's important for schools to listen to parents um, and um, learn uh, from them um, uh, about um, the student and uh, discuss things like, well, what would it take for uh, the child to have a successful um, day at school or a successful start back at school um, next term? You know, some fine parents have good ideas about this. Well, he's really anxious about his maths or he's really scared of his teacher. Um, these are the things then um, schools can then respond to. Uh, and, um, schools might be able to provide further um, assessment of, of the child and perhaps their educational um, strengths um, and uh, um, challenges. Um, I think schools can also provide a single point of contact uh, for parents. I think that um, direct communication so the parents are aware um, this is the person who I'm going to be liaising with um, about this issue um, rather than um, speaking to a host of people. That coordination, I think, is, is really sort of important. Um, for schools, um, they're often um, involved in creating a plan for school return um, with um, families and uh, describing what um, that might look like. And um, schools can really... Um, do a lot in addressing school-based stresses. So whether that might be, as I mentioned earlier, that difficulty in relationship with the teacher, um, having um, a space to settle when really highly aroused and trembling um, at school, or uh, addressing a bullying issue or, or um, 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 sorting out things uh, amongst the tumultuous peer relationships. Mm. Schools can address um, those sorts of issues. Um, I think the other thing um, schools can do is, is acknowledge small gains. Sometimes when uh, students missed uh, amounts of school, um, it might be a big thing just to get to the car park or just to get in to see the coordinator for an hour. And that needs to be acknowledged. And if we provide the reinforcement um, to that child and parent, oh, great, it's great to see you. It's wonderful you're back. Um, keen to work with you on getting to those next steps and, and supporting you. Those messages of positive reinforcement, I think the schools can um, uh, easily sort of apply. The other thing that I'm a big believer in is um, providing opportunities um, for parents to connect with other parents. Um, now, um, I've seen many families where parents... Um, think that they're own, the only parent in the school um, who's dealing with this problem. Um, and sometimes parents feel ashamed or embarrassed um, a, a, about um, having a child refusing school. But 
Again, my experience suggests that in, in most schools, there's a handful uh, there. So there might be ways um, that parents can get some support from other parents um, who have a child who's struggling or even a child who's uh, having um, difficulties with uh, refusal. And I think that can be a great support for parents to know, oh, I'm not the only one. There's others who are, who are struggling um, with this issue. And I've seen those groups form um, um, within schools um, after giving a talk to a school community say, around school refusal. So we highlight the issue and parents say, oh, I struggle with that too. And, um, and that can provide that sort of sense of shared experience and shared support. Um, so I think there's a lot um, schools can do um, there um, uh, from um, connecting parents, understanding the behaviour and working closely with families to develop um, effective plans that are customised um, to the students' needs, um, working with the parents um, uh, towards school return. Yeah. Ben, how important is it to get the, the student to be part of um, the planning for how they're going to come back to school because I think sometimes I can feel very much everything's being done to me and I'm you know I'm feeling quite powerless anyway um, so I'm just interested in your views on getting the young person involved in that how am I going to return to school and what will it look like for me and what do I need etc yeah look I think it is critical um, that young people are um, involved in in that and um, you know, when working with families I usually ask the young person, where are we going to start in terms of getting uh, things back to school? And I usually say, I don't really care where we start, but, uh, um, you know, let me know. Um, let me know what you think. Um, and um, then it's about sort of moving things forward from there. But, yeah, ideally um, we're seeing um, this come from and led by the young person. Of course, in primary school, we need to be, you know, um, thinking developmentally, and and uh, children are getting a lot more support um, um, than teens. But I think if the, um, the young people are sort of feeling heard um, and they have uh, uh, certainly a voice and a say um, in what that looks like, uh, my sense is that's associated with more success um, in getting back to school. So the parent can advocate uh, for the child, but also important for the child to, to have a voice in those discussions with school. So if those are all successes along the way and there's a process that, you know, let's get them back part of the way or all of the way, if there is a bit of a backward step, at least you've got that grounding of where, hey, we were successful, this did actually work in the past, let's build on that again, yeah. Yeah, look, I think um, for most um, most students when they're getting back into school after some time missed, it's a case of two steps forward, one back. Uh, and I think that uh, is important for parents and schools and young people to sort of understand, let's, you know, uh, um, and bear that sort of in mind. So one sort of step backwards isn't a disaster. It's just a, another step along the, the journey, if you like, uh, towards sort of getting back um, into school. How often would you recommend, say, the, the team, so mm -hmm. parents, the student and the school and possibly the mental health professional, um, how often would you recommend that they get together to review how things are going and, 
perhaps then look at tweaks or changes they might want to make to the plan going forward? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, is often uh, communication can be very regular between family and school um, in the early days of, of getting back in. So it might even be every day, every second day um, initially. You know, that's, a, that's a big workload um, for families and schools. And, but uh, I like to look at reviewing plans on a weekly basis. And um, within plans, I think it uh, can be helpful also, um, depending on, on um, the severity of the problem, to have a backup plan. So today we're aiming to get in and meet with the coordinator um, at half past nine. Our um, backup plan is to get up out of bed, put our uniform on, um, and maybe have a look at some online um, uh, worksheets or do some reading of the, of the text. So we have uh, increased chances of some success. Um, otherwise things, um, you know, if the goal isn't reached um, of getting into the school, we still get some gain um, and made that's it's, uh, um, more guaranteed of, of success. Yeah. Glenn, that's been really helpful. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Very welcome. Thank you to our guest speaker. We hope you enjoyed today's topic. Want to know more about this podcast and other VPC podcasts? Please visit the VPC website, vicparentscouncil.vic.edu.au and leave a review. We would also welcome you to contact us if you would like to be our guest or if you have a topic around parenting and education. Thank you to Melbourne singer Emma Sidney for her permission to use her soundtrack, Cherish. Until next time, thank you for listening.